Well, once again, we want to welcome everybody to today's podcast. I'm going to be speaking just a few minutes on the subject of judging. Judging. Um, So hopefully we're a blessing to you. But if you have your Bible, go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. And this is the words of the Master Jesus. He said, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. That means ever how we judge people. If we judge people harshly, we're going to get judged harshly. And if we judge people with mercy, we're going to receive mercy. And with what measure you meet, or with what measure you measure it out, it shall be measured to you again. Verse 3, it says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But consider not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine own eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Something I want to talk to you just, just for a few minutes is about being judgmental. Now, first thing I want to point out is this is one of the most misunderstood, most misused verses in the Bible. Most of the time I hear people quote it, it's because they were doing something. And I'm talking Christian folk. They were doing something that they should not have been doing. They were living contrary to God's word and someone called them out on it. But rather than repent, what do they say? Don't judge me. You know, who are you? You know, uh, uh, get the, uh, uh, the plank out of your own eye, then you'll get the speck out of mine. Well, first of all, one thing I want to point out, this is not a blanket statement to overlook the sinful behavior of others. And I will point this out in just a minute uh, using Scripture. But another thing, what this is talking about is being hypocritical. It is being condescending. It is talking about looking down our noses at other folk. None of us have a right to look down our nose at anyone. We're all saved by God's grace uh, through faith, uh, not of ourselves, uh, lest of work, it's not of works lest any man should boast. Because in this same chapter where Jesus said, Judge not, in verse 20, it says, Wherefore, by their fruits shall ye know them. So you see the same chapter, he says, Don't judge. In the same chapter, he says, By their fruits you, you shall know them. Well, how do you determine what their fruits are? By judging, by seeing if what they're doing is lining up with the word of God, but once again, it's not. It's it's talking about being hypocritical, condescending, looking down our nose at other people. Now, in First Corinthians five, if you will take, uh, if you would like to flip over there later, I won't wave because I'm trying to keep this under fifteen minutes. But First Corinthians five, verse one, it said, "It is reported commonly." Now, this wasn't just hearsay. It, it's it's going around that there is fornication among you, sexual immorality, folks, 
And such fornication is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. Here we got a young man in a charismatic type church where the gifts of the Spirit are operating, where people are... Uh, uh, there's healings taking place, there's prophecy taking place, there's discerning of spirits taking place, people are speaking in tongues, people are uh, interpreting in other tongues, and what's going on in this church in, in, in view of everybody? A guy's committing adultery with his stepmother. In verse 2, Paul says, and you're puffed up? You're proud over this? And have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you? For I verily, as absent in the body, but present in the spirit, have judged already. Folks, did you hear what the apostle Paul just said? Here we've got a man committing adultery in church with his stepmother. And what does Paul say? I've, I've already passed judgment. He said, I've already passed judgment. As though I, still in verse three, as though I were present concerning him that has so done this deed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that when you are to gather together in my spirit with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. You know what Paul's telling him? Yeah, listen, this guy's committing adultery with his stepmother. Put him out of the church. You know, and hopefully his flesh will be destroyed, but his spirit will be saved. How? Sh through shame, hopefully shame. It, it don't always work out that way, but hopefully through shame. Now, if you'll look over in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5. Now, we don't know if it's talking about the same man here, but apparently somebody in the church had sinned. They were removed because the church passed judgment, they were removed from fellowship, but this same person here repented. Now, it could be the same guy we're talking about in chapter, I mean, 1 Corinthians, who had committed adultery with his stepmother. But verse 5, chapter 2, 2 Corinthians, it says, But if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part, that I may not overcharge you all. But now listen, what happened? Verse 6, Sufficient to such a man as this punishment, which was inflicted of many. Now, the man has repented. Now, listen what Paul tells the church to do. So that contrariwise, you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. He said, wherefore I beseech you that you would confirm your love toward him. So in this situation, somebody who had sinned has repented. And Paul says, now as a church, you reach out to that brother. You restore him. Jesus told uh, 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 in uh, John's gospel, uh, I think it's uh, chapter seven, if I'm not mistaken. He said, he said, uh, but yes, actually, John chapter 7, verse 24, he said, judge not according to appearance, but judge a righteous judgment. Judge a righteous judgment. Uh, they were coming down on him because a man who had been crippled for 38 years was lying around a pool of water called the Pool of Bethesda, 
And the Bible says every so often an angel would go down and trouble the water and whoever was first in the water would be healed of whatever ailment he had. And you never knew when the angel was going to come. So Jesus asked the man, you know, what his deal was. And he said, well, Lord, you know, I'm 38 years. I've been like this. He said, the angel troubles the water. And he said, when I'm getting ready to get in, somebody gets in before me. Well, Jesus goes on to tell him. He says, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Jesus heals him. Well, they pass judgment. Now, now look at the hypocrisy here. The Pharisees, uh, the religious leaders, pass judgment on Jesus. Why? Because he healed a guy on the Sabbath day. Now, I know Jesus was totally exhausted after he done this because all he said was, rise and take up thy bed and walk. And that's what ticked. See, they weren't proud that a man who had been crippled 38 years was healed. They were upset that Jesus did it on Saturday. And that's why Jesus over in John chapter 7 said, do not judge according to appearance, but judge a righteous judge. Now I want to say something about if a brother or sister is living contrary to the way the Bible says and we go to them Realize this, you always go, number one, with love in your heart. You always go from a redemptive standpoint. Redemptive, not condescending, not spiritually speaking, busting their head, not showing your uh, Christian superiority over them but going to them in love. Uh, I've told many people, if ever you see me do something that a Christian ought not to do, I said, the only thing that I ask is don't humiliate me in front of a bunch of people. Take me off to the side privately and talk to me. I said, I'll listen to you. I'll listen to you. And, and I always, and I, to be honest with you, I, I've, very few times in my life uh, gone to people and uh, a lot of times I didn't go because I was going with the wrong spirit. But when I would always go in the right spirit, most of the time people listen. They listen. They're, gl they're glad you care about them. But always go with a, from a redemptive point of view that you love them and you don't want to see them ruin their life. Uh, you know, like brother, you know, we're, we're uh, you and I are brothers in the Lord. Uh, uh, you're doing this, and it, it uh, you may think it's not bad, but it's really going to mess you up later. Uh, so I'm here as your brother. This is just between you and I. Please let's let's get this right with God and, and move on. And and that's how I would want somebody to come to me, or or if a, a, one of you sisters need to go talk to somebody. It's never to prove your point. It's always from a redemptive uh, standpoint. Always from a, a redemptive standpoint. Uh, to be honest with you, what I'm teaching about, if you'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 29, it says you're to judge what I'm saying. Is what Roy's saying in the Bible? Does it line up with Scripture? And if it does, you need to accept it. 
But if it doesn't, toss it out. Don't listen to it. You know, it says, let two or three speak and let the other judge. Amen. What does God expect out of us as his church, as his people? Well, number one, if there is a mote, that means a beam in our own eye, it's first to, to get our own uh, act together. Uh, I mean, how can I help you if, I, if my own life is in a mess? So, but Jesus said, first cast the uh, beam out of your own eye, then you shall see clearly to get the speck out of your brother's eye, amen? So I want to stress one more time in closing, if ever we go to someone, it is from a redemptive standpoint out of love, hoping to help the brother or sister grow closer to God in their, in their walk with God. It's not to hurt them. It's not to humiliate them. It's so that they can be a mighty soldier in the army of God. Uh, and, and two of my favorite verses in the Bible is in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. It says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, considering your own selves, lest you also be tempted. Considering your own self, lest you also be tempted. Listen, I have gone uh, in the past, uh, I, uh, I'll be the first to admit, I know what it is to be judgmental. And when I'm a judgmental person, I'm miserable as I'll get out. I don't like being judgmental. I don't want to be judgmental. But I have gone to church with people that's judgmental. And, 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 and literally, when you see them, you just, here's what's going through your mind. Man, I wish they'd go to church somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. But uh, God allows people to come into our lives like this. So let us, as God's people, examine our own life. Uh, let's clear our own life up. And let's love our brothers and sisters the way Jesus would. Uh, uh, when going to uh, talk to someone, uh, I love the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, if I'm going to talk to somebody, and I have in the past, and I've been talked to also, but I always try to go with this. If the situation was turned around, how would I want this brother or sister to come and talk to me? Would I want them to come in a spirit of love with an outstretched hand trying to help me? Or would I want them to come with a spiritual guillotine getting ready to take my head off? I prefer the outreach, the outreached hand. How about you? So, Lord Jesus, today we thank you for your word. We ask you to look down on us with your favor and your mercy. And may today's uh, lesson, a lesson about judging, may we all search our hearts and pray, God, that we would treat our brothers and sisters the way we would want them to be treated. And if ever you move on us to go speak to someone, we would go to them just how we would want them to come to us and that we would always go with a spirit of meekness and redemption. And with that, we close today's recording. And we thank you for everybody that listens. Uh, if you do listen to us on iTunes, 
feel free to rate us. Uh, and if we are a blessing, share it with a friend. Amen. So uh, with that, we close today's lesson with a great big God bless you. Amen.